perfect. Thanks for listening, guys. There, there aren't going to be any more podcasts because John and I just figured everything out. Yeah. You're so funny. We're fucking crazy. You really are. <laughs>
and it's becoming more genuine. I think so. I think so. Yeah. It's well, structured. I'm less nervous about yeah doing it too. Yeah. It's different than a normal conversation because it's structured, but I think that that'd be fine even if we weren't doing a podcast and we just had a structured conversation. Excuse me. Once a week. That's a small stepping stone, and it's yeah increment in- incrementally making us better. Yeah. Yeah. Communication is important in relationships, which is what we decided we wanted to talk about this week. Communication in relationships. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We want to communicate. Better. Better. To the best of our ability. Yeah. And we've struggled a little bit lately. Like, I think every relationship goes through, like, patches, like, ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And maybe not even ups and downs, but ebbs and flows. I like that. I, right? I think we could say we've struggled a lot, a little bit. How do you mean? You said we've been struggling a little bit lately. It's like we struggled a lot <laughs> for a small amount of time. <laughs> well, and I don't really know what it is. We try to kind of get to the, the root of it. There's this quote that uh, by Stephen Covey, and he wrote, like, the seven principles of, like, a strong person. I can't remember. Like, he's, like, a famous author and, like, keynote speaker. He died, like, I don't know, 20 years ago. But anyway, this is... I like this. Trust is the glue of life. It's the most essential ingredient in effective communication. It's the foundational principle that holds all relationships. So trust is very important when it comes to communication. Right? Right. Because if I'm not trusting you and I don't trust you, everything that comes out of your mouth, I'm going to second guess, break down, probably not really actually listen to, and put it through my own filter in my own head and then say whatever I want to say to myself. Yeah. That's not actually what you're trying to convey. You did this about an hour ago. I do it too. But I have a job where I have to go and film a thing that would be a thing that would be really cool for Alexis to go to, and unfortunately I have to go to do it by myself. Unfortunately. I don't think you were mad about it and we've been trying to address it, but I said something about... I'm really just jealous right. that he gets to go and do this. But I said something about a babysitting and you got upset and I was like, no matter what I would have said, it would have come back to, oh, so Tuesday you're going to go do that thing? And I know I've been there where it's like, I'm mad at you and I'm just waiting for you to talk to me and whatever you say, I'm going to twist it into something about what I'm mad about. Because yeah. I'm not being, I'm not, and I've gotten better about it, but... The point being, if I was better about my intention, mm-hmm. I could just say, hey, I'm really upset about this. My feelings are hurt. I feel this way. I don't think we should talk right now. Yeah. In a perfect world, you'd be like, all right, well. Well, Dawn is really this. good about taking <laughs> – sorry, I'm sorry. It's, for your it's okay. He said something funny, and everyone missed it. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, Everyone's missing. I, I feel like um, – I, I, I lost my, my – thought now because I lost what I was saying talking about you have to trust in someone's intentions yeah I was going to say something else I don't remember but anyway we've been struggling with our communication yeah okay and we want to communicate better and I I think that in order to do so trust is very important right right and some of the things that we have figured out is that 
the I feel like the opposite of trust is fear. And so when we are talking and I'm being fearful because I'm afraid that you're lying, I'm afraid that you're going to do something that I don't like, then it twists and then I don't trust you. It twists all of your words around in my head and we and then I get upset. I don't trust you, then you get defensive yeah. because I'm being fearful and you think that I'm questioning your intention because I am. Yes. When I become afraid, it's like me essentially questioning your intent, mm-hmm. right? So I think that what you were just saying and, and doing the I statements, that's a really – one of the things John and I have been trying to do is say I feel this way, yeah. right? Yeah. I feel been, uncomfortable. Right. I feel scared. When we've communicated the most effectively or most efficiently, both words work, I guess, in that situation – Whenever we've communicated the best, it has been if you're upset about something, when you say, I feel this way. And then I go, okay, she's talking about herself and she's not attacking me. Yeah. So then it like mitigates and like softens that defense mechanism that you have. Makes it easier for me to listen. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because then when you get defensive in those situations, it it almost like triggers me even more. It's yeah. like, well, what is he being defensive about? When really it's like me, me questioning or attacking your intent. Yeah. And then you becoming defensive. And then it like, it's just like this yeah. big kind of snowball effect. So if yeah, by me saying I'm afraid or, you know, the I statements, which is what therapists recommend, you know, often to couples, especially, I think that really does help. Yeah, it does. It, it encourages me to do so. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have deeper conversations, much more uh, rewarding mm-hmm. conversations. I think there is uh, deeper levels of sympathy for one another mm-hmm. because we're removing all the shields. It's yeah, not like vulnerability. We're, it's not like we're fighting with each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think vulnerability is so crucial. If you can't expose those things that are dark and ugly and scary and shitty, then I don't know. It's that that evokes trust vulnerability does in my opinion yeah when you open up to me and say i'm afraid alexis that this is going to happen or i'm scared or or i feel insecure it makes me feel so much love for you and i trust you because then i see you and i look at you and i think john is a human being yeah except sometimes you think i'm talking about my fear (laughs) people are trying to manipulate you into feeling bad for me (laughs) Like, that's see-through-it. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, that's even an even a deeper layer of my issues that, and baggage that I brought into my relationship. When I was telling... you. Yeah. When I was... It sucks to be manipulated. And then to realize it later. Oh, I was being manipulated. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. I know that's a thing of yours, and I don't want to manipu- manipulate you to the upteenth degree. So much so that earlier when I was telling you in regards to me filming... I said, I can't even enjoy it without your support, and it makes me feel so bad. And I'd said it like the fifth time, and you looked at me and said, you're so smart. Because you thought I was saying it to you just to make you feel bad for me or have sympathy to make it easier. And since you said that, I was like, I don't want to tell her again I feel that way. I genuinely feel that way. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. I feel so bad that I'm going to do something that you would like to do. It's, there, it's okay. It. It's, these are the issues that we yeah. work through. Right. I, I mean, I'm I afraid think you're that like, well, I guess I'm going to Tahiti for six months because he went to one thing for four hours. <laughs> I guess that's well, fair. Well, being petty is something that 
you know, we're both guilty of. Yeah. Not and too bad in this relationship. Yeah. But it's been there before in the past. Yeah. I've played the I game have of, no intention of playing games. Yeah. I've played the game of, let's see who can hurt who the worst. Yeah. And I've never no really played that game. game. No. Okay. No. Not Either like you <laughs> and some of your <laughs> former friends have. Yeah. I don't know. But I... Th- yeah, it's important to be as open about your fears and be as vulnerable as possible to evoke trust. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really is important. And me being honest about being jealous about you getting to do like a project while I go to the office and, and I love my job. I just I'm there a lot and I am there for long hours sometimes and I don't leave this one room. For the whole day. Like, mm-hmm. literally. Sometimes I don't know if it's been sunny or if it's raining. And, like, what? sometimes I go in when it's dark and I don't leave till it's dark. Yeah. And I literally I don't see the daylight during the winter. Like, literally. Yeah. And it's so... I sometimes... And, I, and I'm the breadwinner in this relationship. So, sometimes I feel, like, a little jealous that John gets to go, you know, do cool things and projects that... You know, he's building his business right now. And I feel like, uh, you know, I just get jealous that you get to go do fun things. Yeah. And we have to be really careful. And I know other couples have struggled with this. And resentment is a huge piece in relationships. But I think as long as we are, that can ruin relationships. I mean, resentment can totally crumble. Like, it can crack the foundation. Even if you've built trust and all this stuff. If there's resentment there, I mean... That's toxic, right? We yeah. don't want toxic. Yeah. We don't want toxic shit yeah. in our relationships. There are dogs. They're barking. They're saying hello to you guys. <laughs> so I think if we can be honest about resentment and communicate about it, yeah. then we can fight it and beat it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And it communicate sucks. about resentment. Yeah, communicate yeah. that, like, I'm feeling... I feel jealous. Yeah. And that's my issue. Yeah. That's really not your issue. You know what right. I mean? It's not your issue that I feel jealous. Yeah. You know? But it does, it is important that I'm honest. Okay, like, well, I feel like it's not really fair. You know? And then we can go from there. And we yeah. can, then I have to own it. I have to own that feeling, though. Yeah. I can't, like, put it onto you and expect you to, like, hold it for yeah. me. That's yeah. my shit to work through. Yeah. You know, but we, we have to be honest about it and we have to communicate about it. Yeah. And I think that that, I think sometimes that piece is a struggle, is a, uh, the resentment piece can kind of affect how we're communicating. Yeah. Because if that's always there and you're always, it's always underlying or something, you know, and I know this in other relationships, then, then my tone or someone's tone or your tone, whoever is feeling resentful, is going to come across as really shitty. Yeah. Hand me the bread. Well, what the hell did I do to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so in in that regard. You and I don't have. Um, I'm going to drink the, your water. I'm going to drink your beer. <laughs> you and like, I. This beer she has tastes like pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. Um, you a, and I it's don't. It's a fall beer. <laughs> Basic. Hashtag white girl. You and I don't have any tolerance for fucking nonsense like that. Be passive aggressive. Give me the bread. Like, well, let's do it now. 
<laughs> yeah, I definitely. Sorry, liked kids, it. dinner's in be served at ten o'clock. At night. <laughs> That's literally never happened. That dinner gets put off like the late hours. But I especially am the type of person that I'm like, if we if there's an issue, I want to talk it out and work it through like yeah. immediately. Yeah. And John is really good about taking space. That's what I was gonna say earlier. You are really good about saying, hey, I need space from you right now. And sometimes I get really shitty about it, but inevitably the space ends up being a good thing. But I definitely am the type of person that would prefer to just like dig in and attack and and beat whatever is is plaguing us. Yeah. Like right then and there. Yeah. I I have that urge. I'm impatient. Yeah. Patience is not a virtue of mine that yeah. I hold yeah. high and dear. I I do I aspire to be more patient, I guess. But I'm I'm not. Space has only recently been really effective with me. I always know that I'm gonna come back like from a walk or whatever. <laughs> but we've had like crazy, like very dark fights where I'm like it's it's just my life's gonna be like this or whatever. Who knows what's gonna happen with us? Mm-hmm. And when you like you drive off like and then you call each other fifteen times or the phone gets turned off or whatever, it's Malachi, my son. Our, our son, your stepson. My stepson, yeah. Yeah. Has this crazy fucking fear of abandonment. Like, if he can't see you for a second in a parking lot, loses his mind. I've got that kind of. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, maybe it's because of all the toxic relationships. And a lot of them were toxic in Travis with me. At least, at least 50% because of me. Mm-hmm. But I feel good now. Like, when you take off, I'm like, I should be back. It's all good. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that we'll work I, on it. you trust me. But it's because you've put in a lot of work. We've put in a lot of work. Yeah. 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 I'm almost to that point where if you leave or if you whatever, you know, if you're upset, I'm almost to the point where I know you'll be back. Yeah. I'm not quite there yet. When I went outside the other day to go on a walk, and the reason I didn't go on the walk because the police were outside. Not because of us. Not because of us. <laughs> Not because of us. And also, it was really weird. They were in our neighborhood. Not like a normal occurrence. It was an yeah. interesting night. Yeah. But you were very calm when you came outside. And we were actually very sweet to each other. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when we have fights, it feels like that's just all we do. But it's really not. I'd say... No, we just go through passes. 80% of the time. I, and I think amazing. we go through... And I wonder if and other 5% couples... 5% is like, ooh. Yeah. Well, and I wonder if other couples go through that too, where it's for like sure. the ebb and flow thing. Well, I I don't know for sure. I think I yeah. hear people saying that, but like sometimes we'll be really really good, and then we go through like a really rough patch where we're just like grinding yeah gears and just head butting at every single thing. Yeah. You know. I guess it depends on what kind of relationship. But if you're like you're raising kids and you're in each other's face every single day, there's I think it's almost impossible to not get mad at each other. Well, sometimes. yeah. Unless you like, super but I'm saying periods, passive. periods of time where it's like smoother and like, and then yeah. periods where you're just like, we're just at it. It feels like a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know. I think that's normal. Who yeah. cares what whatever what's normal anyway? But yeah. well, anytime. I just wonder what that is. I wonder if it's that we feel triggered, and then little things that wouldn't have bothered us, maybe like a month prior when it, things were like smooth sailing. Yeah. Bother us because we're already kind of like high alert mode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like a snowball effect. Yeah. Goes, there's a un, un, underlying thing generally, right? Yeah. There's um a filmmaker. He edits for like NBC and does like a rock show on like American Ninja Warrior. And he specifically 
does the editing for like the bios and the biographies of people and he's like a storyteller obviously because that's specifically what he does he's a specialist at it that's where i got the uh, story arc that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. where you have de- uh, desire and then conflict and resolution those are the, the three fundamental steps for a story he talked about the thing under the thing was his kind of catchphrase Mm-hmm. But that's something I think about often in our relationship is there's something under this thing mm-hmm. and it's our job to figure it out. So what I do is I ask myself, what can I do to make this better? What have I done? Mm-hmm. And then I start kind of going backwards from there. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, give me a little more time. Go get her some Lululemon. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, like step up your game. And I, I try to be like as chivalrous as I can all the time but like earlier when i grabbed you tissues like i might have grabbed you tissue when you were crying like a week ago i don't know like that's not a thing that i think to do for people well and and i don't know too it's it is good that you reflect and you're self-reflecting and i try to do that when i'm feeling just out of my mind i'm like okay am i out of my mind right now or is it that john is actually being more mean than normal yeah it's probably (laughs) or is it me yeah or it's like yeah or it's both yeah you know yeah but it is a good that's cool and that's good and I think that we could go with that theme. Let's just look at ourselves yeah. in these situations. Yeah. It is so much better to say, I feel I blah blah blah, what am I doing? Right? Yeah. Than to point the finger the other way. I mean yeah. you don't really get anywhere. And it's not it's not a competition. Like no one's gonna win, right? Like who's whose thing is it that they say? You don't win in a relationship. You don't yeah. win arguments. There's no yeah. winning. Yeah. I can't remember and, uh, who. The only way you know monogamy is working is if one of you dies. Well, you said that. That's and what we I know said. That. Did you just want to drop a John Kuhn quote I right wasn't going to tell anyone listening <laughs> that it was my quote. Okay. I was you wanted wait. someone to write in and say, hey, who said that amazing quote? The one about monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually... No it was me. No one's going to do it now. <laughs> yeah. I So, yeah. So, our conflict has been kind of like we've had this, like, stifled communication. And we want to be – have better communication. Right. right. And I think the I statements are important. And then also something that you mentioned earlier that we've, we've tried doing, and it was Deepak Chopra, I think, that said – Yes, it was. It, Deepak Chopra is doing like five minute meditations on on his podcast, like mm-hmm. daily breaths is what yeah. he calls it, and it's really cool. Yeah. Um. But one of the things he discussed was stating intention. So if you're in the middle or midst of a conflict with whomever, like it could be a coworker, your sister, whatever, whoever, state what your intention is. Yeah. I intend to have a healthy relationship with you where you trust me, you know, like that's like a really broad thing, but you could be more specific, you know, depending on yeah. what the conflict is. Right? right. So I think that is something we should definitely not forget. Right. Cause you brought it up earlier and I was yeah. like, shit, I kind of forgot about that. And yeah. that's a good one. It stuck with me. And it's the thing that you found that you brought to me. I intend to feed your booty. <laughs> to what? <laughs> feed your booty. I don't know what that means. No one else needs to I get, know. I get really deep. Well, I haven't for a while, but I have at times gotten really deep into like urban um, culture and specifically like different people in urban cultures' uh, Instagram feeds. What do you, do you mean urban culture? Um, 
black people. Or like, okay, so like, okay. Just like so, so deep into it, you don't ever see a white face in your feed, and feed the booties a thing. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe it's not anymore. I'm old. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh my god. But you gotta feed that booty, you know? That's a that's a thing. Like you want to like provide for me? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I th- I think literally this. Well, maybe since we're talking about intention, we should check on that because like that kind of defeats the whole purpose. If you like don't even know what you're saying, you're just like saying. Words. I do want to provide for you. I desperately, desperately want to be the breadwinner. It doesn't matter who the breadwinner is. But to me, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I even if, and you're such a beautiful, amazing person. It's Thanks. it's fine that you make more money than me. I just want to be able to feed a family of four comfortably, <laughs> in yeah. like the nice one of the nicer counties in the city. Yeah. Because we live here now, but like I couldn't afford to do that by by myself. Yeah. So I want to at least be able to know that I can sustain the lifestyle we have. I guess that's for me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that. And maybe we talk about this more, and it'd be cool to touch on it again. Yeah. But when we talk about in the episode, if you were doing something, she you makes lo- more yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But that's a whole topic. If you were doing something you loved, I would not care that you made more money. Like I don't care. I love what I do. You know. And make I sure do we have love groceries. it. I just have a hard time. I'm struggling with work life balance. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. I'm having a smidge of an existential like semi-crisis i don't like saying crisis because i'm not starving and i you know we're all it's we have everything we need yeah but but existential crisis you know meaning i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and what i want really yeah (laughs) i i the word healing keeps coming to my mind like in all sense of it like the definition the letters like i just keep thinking heal healing so i don't know what i'm being drawn to but that could be a part of like why our communication has been suffering yeah i've also been stressed to the max Mm -hmm. because i've got if we continue budgeting finances the way we have then i've got like three to four months of i can try to figure out how to completely replace the income that i had which still is not much, but that would feel like a meaningless success to me. Mm-hmm. But it's scary. And I don't know at times if I'm putting my attention in the right place. Mm-hmm. I think I am, but it's so scary because I'm working with someone else right now. And the second they start to divert attention from the end goal, which is to make money with what we're doing, it freaks me out. I'm like, oh, I just wasted six weeks. Alexis is going to be so mad at me. But I would be mad if I were you. I would probably be more understanding of me. But like I'm like mad at myself. That's what it really is. Like if if I was in a position where I was breadwinning, you're like, hey, I'm gonna start this business, and we had a really good idea, and like something good didn't work, like I would have sympathy and empathy for you or whatever. I would trust that you had been trying to make it work, which I am. But I would be so mad at myself. (laughs) I wouldn't. I would be so embarrassed. I wouldn't want to tell you. I'd have to. That is my biggest fear: is having to tell you, hey, I I can't do it. I'm so afraid I'm gonna have to do that again. I can't do this. I have to go work for someone. I mean, there's no shame in that. If that were to be the case, I mean, you you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Th- like, there's no shame. And I, I think this is something that you are struggling with. So we're both going through something right now. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, that we realize that. I think. Yeah. And I I feel like it's. 
just kind of like dawning on me right in this very moment like we're both going through our own personal like struggles yeah so of course there's gonna be conflict in the relationship yeah and it's really easy to in in relationships when you're having an internal personal struggle to look at the other person and be like you're the reason i'm feeling like shit yeah (laughs) and then that sucks that's not fair Because you don't want to be like, maybe I am the problem. There's no shame. And you have, you have, it looks to me, and I don't want to like sit here and be like, you have this going on. But that you have, you're, you feel like you have something to prove to someone. And I wonder if you thought about it, if something would come up or someone would come up, like who you feel like you have something to prove to. I do not consciously think that I have anything to prove to anybody. I do, however, want to be able to provide for you. Mm-hmm. I have put myself in kind of a position. But you want to do it on your own terms. If, well, if providing hang was... Hang on a second. Let me get going through Okay, this. sorry. It's okay. Um, I was going to get to my own terms. Mm-hmm. But I have put myself in a position because of my past and because of all the mistakes whether they're recorded or not. (laughs) I put myself in a position where it's hard to get a traditional job. Mm -hmm. I would have to fight empirically fucking hard, like as hard as one could fight. I would have to fight that hard to be able to get traditional jobs Mm -hmm. just to prove to people that like, hey, I'm not like the person I used to be. Not like selling drugs. Not like selling drugs or stealing golf clubs with junkies like right i would have to prove that Mm -hmm. so when i weigh it out i'm gonna have to work that hard to work rehabilitation sorry i'm gonna have to work that hard it's it's okay i'm gonna have to work sorry for saying but i i'm gonna have to work that hard to get that thing where i'm gonna have to end goal is work for someone else and max out my salary yeah or i'm still 33 and my whole life in front of me and i've got people that i can show like hey you can do what you want and I can work just as hard and then have my thing which can become our thing Mm -hmm. same amount of work even if I only make $60,000 a year for the rest of my life but I'm working for myself and it's you and I doing this podcast and you and I writing and you and I speaking or us making films together whatever that looks like if it's us and we're making a thing and it's our own thing that's a that's a fucking win it's not that I don't want to work for someone else. I think I'm better than that. It's just like I know that there are people that are executioners. But there's people that are executioners and there's people that, that aren't. Like some people just don't execute. Executioners. Yeah, it's from a um, um Well, you know what an executioner speaker. is. Right. I mean, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or literally someone that executes. Like goes out and gets it done. I know. That's the thing with the startup, with, with uh, the share anything. It's He was sitting around and has all like, these ideas, but I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to pick one and let's go make it happen today. I think it's great. I believe in you. Thanks. This, this is just a, this is just a, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. And I think we would, it would, it would be, it would suit us. It would be beneficial if we just admit, okay, this is not easy. It's not going to be easy. Right. Plain and simple. And but we have to continue to communicate right. throughout the entire process, throughout our whole lives. Yeah. <laughs> I intend to work with you as 
part of their fucking plan and get through all their shit down yeah. in the trenches, raising kids, yeah. starting a business, yeah. you pulling out of corporate safe America job if you want to, uh-huh. and then enjoying all the rewards together. Yeah. That's what I want. Well, I am figuring out what my intention is. My intention is to work through all of this with you and to raise our kids and to build and create something beautiful and to be as authentic as possible. Yeah. I don't know with the logistics what that looks like yet. Yeah. But that's great. We set our intentions. We use I statements. Yeah. We have patience and we have love and we give each other space when needed. Yeah. Boom. We're perfect. Thanks for listening, guys. There there aren't going to be any more podcasts because John and I just figured everything out. Yeah. It's so funny. We're fucking great. You really are. It's amazing. (laughs) You can email us at trustmethepodcast at gmail.com. Get a hold of us on Instagram, uh, trustmepodcast, trust underscore me underscore podcast. Also, next month, in October, every day, Alexis and I and our kids are going to uh, one time a day, one sentence a day, oh, yeah. write down, I am grateful for blank. We encourage you to join on this journey with us. Yeah, that would be awesome. Maybe uh, we're we have to, a small... We're going to try to practice gratitude, like for yeah. real. Like, I'm grateful. Actually put it in, in, act- yeah. in, in, in action. Yeah. I'm grateful for a small enough audience that... Literally every single person that listens to this could send us what they're grateful for on a daily basis. And we can start a communication about gratitude. I think gratitude, yeah, is the, is the path. It's the way. But we're going to do it. I've been picking different things um, periodically for 30 days at a time. Like not, not not drinking. That was one. That was awesome. Ended up doing that for more than 30 days, unfortunately. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so we, we will we'll start the gratitude um, thing. Actually, by next week. Yeah, we can talk by about the time, it then, maybe. Yeah, by the time yeah. you're listening to this. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. I will see you guys then. We're actually not going to do another, another podcast, remember? Because we figured it out. Oh, yeah. That's it. I forgot. All right. Well, thanks, guys. It's been real. Good luck figuring out all the answers to everything <laughs> in your life. And uh, may we see and then you again. Yeah. <laughs>